Load the wagon. Don't worry about the horse. Welcome to Snap Judgment, Snappy Jays, and the Woody Hayes Athletics. That's Bill Landis, and I am Austin Ward. What does that mean? I don't know, man. Kate Stover said it. It's a it's a thing that people say. Apparently, I'm not a not part of that farm life. Uh, wish I was, but I'm not. So it went right over the head. Okay, so we got a little bit more wisdom from the man who brought you. Cows don't take days off. Load the wagon. Don't worry about the horse. I thought that was a pretty apt um, description of, hey, stop talking about the quarterbacks. But I guess that wasn't what it was about. It would have applied. That was not what it was about. I, I asked him more about the workload that was placed on him last year and what he did in the offseason to try to ensure as much as he could that he would be the best version of himself by the end of the year. And that was his response, which I guess means like he's just going to do the work and then whatever they ask of him, he'll do in terms of like snap counts and things like that. But you're right. It would have been a good descriptor for the offense, which is like this thing's awesome. It doesn't really matter who's who's pulling the cart, as they say. <laughs> it, it did lead me uh, on tight ends day afterwards to look up a, a little Roy Acuff song and listen to that. It's a jaunty little tune, though. So I, I don't know if uh, we might not be able to play it here because of. Uh, I don't want to get any trademark rights infringements yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Check it out later. You might search it. Yeah, you might enjoy. It. Tell now, me what you think it means. It's, it's, you have to swap out the horse for the mule. Yeah. in that version, but you know everybody's got their take. Um, so Kate Stover and Keenan Bailey and the rest of the tight ends did speak after practice on Wednesday. Aside from that little bit uh, of folksy wisdom, mm. what else did you leave with, Bill? Uh, I think it's important to mention that like Joe Warrior practiced today. He talked to us, which I think is a good sign of, of him being on the mend. And, and further adding to the depth of that room. Um, I, and I think maybe maybe that's what it was. E- even in a world where they're not going to have Bennett Christian for games, he can't practice. Keenan Bailey made that point. He'll be involved up until Saturdays. We can't play during games. Um, he seems to feel pretty good about the depth of talent in this room and not just like having practice bodies and that kind of stuff, like guys who can actually play, um, which I think is good for everybody, especially a guy like Kate Stover, who they feel was probably – Playing too much is, is maybe not the right way to say it because it's, it's not a reflection of his talent, but he was playing – Keenan Bailey had the number ready, 58 snaps per game. It was, it was 70 by the end of the year. That is a lot of wear and tear on a guy, and, and I think it, it did kind of affect him by the end of, of the season. So the fact that they have a Joe Royer and, and a G. Scott in particular, who I think can, can take some of the burden off of Cade throughout the course of the season, will do a lot for everybody in the long run. I came over here earlier and started picking up all of the loose – 12 personnel stock that you threw on the ground yesterday. You're back in? I'm back He's in. He's back in, baby. That quickly. When you have a healthy Joe Royer, that that elevates the likelihood of that. Yeah. Uh, and the partnership of those two uh, with Joe Royer and Kate Stover, I think that that does harken back to uh, a little bit of Rucker Farrell combination where Ohio State has been able to get into 12 and, and run as much of the offense as it wants or as much as Ryan Day wants. Uh, you know, Keenan came prepared with some other stats. I he looked good 25 minutes ago, is what he said. Yeah. When he caught a big play deep down the field, and then on the next snap, you know, picked up the defensive end and got a nice block. So those are, you know, it's nice to get some of those details and updates. Uh, since we don't get to see a ton of practice. Um, when there's those specific am- uh, examples brought up by coaches, relatively unprompted, they they certainly seem to resonate. So I, I know how highly Ohio State thinks of Joe Royer's ceiling. I think if he is able to take some of those things and more of the route running receiver stuff. There was so much conversation about Kate Stover's blocking a year ago as it did, you know, peter off a little bit towards the end of the year, which I think was more injury related than anything else. Certainly not a matter of toughness, but if both can do everything you want from a tight end, but Joe Royer may be slightly better 
uh, you know, running some of those deep routes or, or slightly, you know, more you know, fast or, or able to win matchups against a linebacker or safety. Uh, Kate Silver is still going to help you in a lot of underneath stuff and certainly yeah. as a blocker on the perimeter. So we'll see. I mean, the maximum we'd be talking about is like 30%. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it get much much higher than that. Um, it, I think it does have a chance. I think you go down that road, and, and I I sold the stock on it. I'll probably be wrong because I'm usually wrong, um, which is fine. I'll own that. If they do go down that road though, and play and play more two tight ends, or at least more than it did last year, I, I do think that this collective group might be able to give you a little more in that regard than maybe we saw from the the Ruckert Farrell combination because it did feel like like Jeremy Ruckert was a third round pick. Right? I'm not I'm not trying to undersell how good the guy was, but his blocking was, I think, inconsistent when he, when he was playing here. I think he was more of a receiving threat. Um, and Luke Farrell, whether or not he had the skill to be more of a, a receiving threat, just really wasn't used as, as such when he was here. Um, I think, like, Cade's pretty good all-around tight end. And Joe Royer seems to be blossoming into that, too. G. Scott, we'll see. Like, they keep talking up a big game about him, and, and he seems to be very confident in his ability. So if you have three guys who can kind of do both, um, that, to me, is slightly different than it was the last time we saw them use the tight end in the ground. I think everyone will wonder. Well, what does this mean for Jelani Thurman? We haven't we haven't brought him up in the first couple of minutes of this. How does he factor in? We know how impressive he is physically. It does seem like now that the first game is getting closer, like Ryan Day and Keenan Bailey maybe want to tap the brakes a little bit on the expectations. You know, I can understand why, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, you've brought this up a number of times. If you just look at the pure athleticism, isn't that Good enough, and that's still a question that they're going to have to answer in the coming weeks ahead, and, and not just on the first Saturday in September, but throughout the season when they feel he's ready to be a, a fourth or or maybe third option. Yeah, it'll. I think there's openings to use a guy like that while not overexposing him or protecting him, whichever way you want to spin it. Um, whether that's in in the red zone or just frankly like playing late in games. Like they, they, there's really talented young guys who don't do enough of that. So if, if they do that, I think that's a fine freshman season for, for Jelani. I personally believe I think he can do more for them, but um, it's about development too and, and thinking about the long game. And I don't think you want to do anything that would give a guy a shot to his confidence either if you don't have to. So there, there will be a balance there. I, I think he'll play a little bit. Um, if you were on alert for like he's going to play the second most snaps of anyone in the tight end, room, probably not going to happen. But I, I do think – especially in today's world where like making guys feel involved, as Burr has mentioned several times, is very important. Um, I don't think they're going to totally sideline him. He can play a lot of special teams, too, with a guy who's six foot five and 250 pounds and moves really well. Why do you think that Keenan just won't say who someone could play the Mitch Rossi fullback role? They love to just say, well, we've got a bunch of hybrid guys that we're trying there. Yeah, I think maybe because they don't. I don't know. There, there really is. No, like Mitch was like six one two fifty. 250. <laughs> I don't know. Like the guy in the tight end room who's probably closest to that is like Patrick Gerd, probably, right? And like Mitch was a walk on too, just like Patrick was. Maybe, maybe he can do some of that stuff. Um, it was a Keenan Bailey has made a good point. Like that role did not exist before Mitch, and it's quite <laughs> possible it doesn't exist after Mitch. Um, they do seem to be like, I don't know, like intentionally coy about it, though. Like, like just dangle enough out to like, oh, we might do it, but we're not going to tell you who. Like, I, I don't. Um, Chip, train them. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I think it's going to happen. Just yeah. like assessing the skill sets and body types they have in that tight end room, I, I just don't know who it would be, unless they want to throw a total curveball and like move Reed Carrico over and let him do some of the old Ironton stuff. I'd, I'd be okay with that too. But um, my guess is we don't see a whole lot of 
what, what, did the, what was it? it was referred to as the hammer. It was referred to as the hammer. <laughs> they and don't call it that. Keenan was not aware of that terminology. Yeah. Because they basically just called it Mitch Ross. They call it the Mitch or the Freewood. <laughs> the Freewood, as, as Keenan said. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a que- it's definitely a question worth asking, and you were going down that path a few times in the spring because it, it was an important kind of weapon for them last year. Yeah. I just don't know if it's in the arsenal this year. All right. How many receptions, bold pizza, mm. for the tight end unit as a whole? 40? 40. I'm trying to remember, what did Kate have last year? Was uh, he in the 30s? I thought he was. I thought he got close to 40. He might have been 40 on the dot. Let's get it right now. While you, I might have the, in your head. I might have the wrong number. Man. I, I'm basing that off Kate having something like 29 catches last year, but okay. I think he was more like mid 30s. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So if he's going to be, if Kate himself, I think is good for 30, then I think the rest of the guys around him are probably good. For 36. Him. Is that yeah. So if he's if he's pushing 40 by himself, and that number's higher, maybe more like 60. Then I think it's like an additional 20 on top of whatever Kate gets you. I think is, is the way. I'm yeah, I wonder. I guess that's my number one question about that: is does a healthy Joe Royer uh, and everything mentally never going to be in a perfect place after what he lost a year ago? Uh, you know, he's got that great, beautiful tattoo of his mother on his arm now. But and I, I talked to him afterwards. I'm like, I know that this sucks to have to talk about. You know, we're not just talking about your hamstring or groin a year ago. Like this is a deeply personal thing that happened to you. <laughs> and it's like, but we, we kind of want to know how that relates to your growth as a football player. And, uh, I thought that he handled it incredibly well and maturely saying he left the team for a, a couple of weeks last season. He didn't want to be around it. He was dealing with physical stuff at the same time, like questioning, you know, when was the right time to come back to football, play football. And he's in a different space uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally now that I think uh, you can tell just the way he's changed, the way he talks about it, that 12 additional pounds of muscle that he's put on. He looks great physically. He does. Like, yeah. like, and, like, he looks like an NFL tight end. I guess the buildup to that is if he is now able to tap into that potential that they've long seen and you know he is similar on that Rucker plan, could he push Cade and wind up with more receptions? I, I really don't know. I think the potential for that to happen is real, in which case Cade's numbers may dip, and you may be looking at both of them in the 25 to 30 range. Mm-hmm. I think like the tight ends could get to 60, but you know Cade's numbers may have to take a slight step back and, if, to get to that point. I, I don't disagree with any of that. I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm always hesitant to put a number on tight end yeah. catches here um, because whatever, it's always wrong. whatever we say, it'll be half that. But um, <laughs> I do I do think that like a healthy – Joe Royer, like starting to maximize a little bit, gives you something a little different than what Kate Stover does. I think Kate's like really good in space, getting the ball in short areas, so he'll run a guy over and get you an extra seven yards. I don't know if I view him so much as a guy who's like really attack teams down the field. I think Joe Royer is more of that guy. We we talk so much about like G Scott is he more of a receiver or a tight end? Joe Royer came here with a similar pedigree. It's just that he went right to tight end, yeah. so we kind of stopped talking about him that way. And, and G started as receiver and then made that transition to tight end. But I think skill set wise. In terms of receiving ability, they're they're fairly similar, and I, I don't know. I'm not so sure that they're not Joe's better. Like I, I don't know. They've been here a long time. It's hard to say how that's developed. That G was a, like a top 100 receiver, so I'm not trying to short sell him. But Joe has a receiver skill set and a tight end body. I don't know that I'd say that about Cade. I think you say about Joe and G for sure. Um, what that means in terms of production, I, I don't know. But if it does end up that Joe Royer is 
equal to or, or nip it at the heels of Kate or frankly even exceeding Kate ultimately by the end of the year in receptions. I think it's definitely on the table. Did Kate drop any uh, accidental profanity today? I believe he said an S word. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't feel accidental either. Well, his probably wasn't <laughs> accidental. Joe Royer dropped him. I'm like, wow, that, that's a little bit of that edge too. So Cade and they're, they're rubbing off together. I think that'd be, uh, you know, some of that edge that you want from your tight ends in a, yeah. in a 12 personnel combo. So anyway, just just another anecdote to pick up. Who's cursing? Who's cursing? Who's cussing? Welcome back to Who's Cussing on the podcast. Uh, no, there are you know, a bunch of hard-nosed dudes in there, I think. I think in... Kate sets the tone for that, definitely. I think I don't know if you have a choice anymore if, if Kate is a guy sitting in front of the room. Yeah, I, I asked him if he would be uh, willing to wear the block out, and he said, would I have a choice? <laughs> uh, probably not. Yeah. Well, he's not a lineman like Thayer Munford. You can't get out yeah. of there. I think they'd let you. You could put the patch on instead. I kind of like the patch, actually, yeah. more than like, the block out number itself. Yeah. Like I said, it's just so easy to just remove that bar across the eight. Good to go. <laughs> uh, it didn't seem like he had really considered it, nor does he care. But uh, that time is coming up soon uh, as well for Ohio State. Naming captains, getting to the block of the, the opener is two and a half weeks away, if you can believe it. Uh, training camp rolling along in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Uh, Bill and I in here to talk to the tight ends. Hope you enjoyed some snappy Jays from us on a Woody Wednesday. He is Bill. I am Austin. We will talk to you later.